RadioInfluence.com. Welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light podcast with Frankie Val on the drums and Beans. It's Wednesday. We've had a crazy week so far. Um, Donald Trump was not arrested yesterday. However, there's more rumor information percolating out there about this. There's been a flurry of court cases or court filings in in a number of different aspects. Um and we're going to talk about all of it today, and then we're going to have some laughs. There's a couple little insertion of laughter in the show because we have to do that. So let us get started. Okay. Trump will not be arraigned this week, meaning he won't be there in court in handcuffs the way they want and all that stuff this week. Supposedly, on weak-ass rumor, which I'm going to continue to say because it is, He's going to be indicted today at the grand jury, and the Secret Service will make plans for his surrender and appearance in New York next week. A source familiar with the proceedings exclusively told the Daily Mail that he's expected to be indicted on Wednesday, after which the DA will reach out to his Secret Service detail to make arrangements for his surrender. But if you read this article... It's, it's just, hold on. There's a part in here. It's just not, oh, by the way, just so you know, Stormy Daniels is beefing up her security because she's getting death threats. Oh, poor Stormy. I'm sure she is. Um. Okay, here then we again, go. Then again, I, I am sure she is because what uh, the, the threshold for receiving a death threat these days is so low that I I, I, I believe it. Well, everybody's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody gets death threats. Yeah. If you have your face out there, you've got a death threat. Um, On Monday afternoon, the NYPD met with the U.S. Secret Service and the Chief of Public Safety for State Court Officers with the decision to ramp up security around the courthouse starting Tuesday morning. And everybody's like, well, why are they ramping up security if he's not going to? I, at this point, wouldn't be. He, he probably is. And do you know what? Honestly, I think he wants to be. Um, because he wants to show how absolutely screwed the system is. Like, if they do it on this, I think that he would probably feel like this is the best case scenario if they start here. Because there's other stuff coming. All of it nonsense. I mean, let's be honest. All of it's nonsense. There's nothing substantial. There's nothing real. They've got nothing. It's We're going to go through a couple of things today. Some information out of the special counsel investigation and a filing that Trump's attorneys made in the Georgia special purpose grand jury case. So there's a lot going on. Um, here they say this. The NYPD is going to do what they do when the United Nation comes into town with stepped up security, but they don't even think it's going to happen this week. This is the statement that got me. The indictment may happen, may, but they don't think that Trump comes this week. I'm told there's an additional witness who's going to testify on Wednesday. So if there's an indictment, it's not going to happen until Wednesday or Thursday. So they think he probably comes next week. They they don't know sh- Jack. It's all a bunch of speculation and rumor. Well, it seems to be coming from, uh, it seems to be supported by not only uh, various places in the media, but also the NYPD. They're acting accordingly. And um, people are asking, why are they beefing up security? It's because he told people to go protest. Yeah, well, who knows? I saw that the arraignment was going to be next week if the indictment came down today. And that they were just hearing one last witness yesterday. It all came and, from this article. Right. The Daily Mail? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we we're shall. not going to know until we know when it happens, if it happens. Of course, it'll be absolutely terrible and not what we're supposed to be doing in this country at all. Especially when it's on something so ridiculous 
and stupid. Yeah, Judge Napolitano did a great, great, great breakdown of it. I, I played a key three-minute clip of it last night as we were kicking some things around and how this really just comes down to proving intent again. So whereas, whereas in Russiagate, we had uh, before that with Hillary Clinton – how the FBI, the feds, law enforcement fell over themselves to to redefine uh, the Espionage Act to make sure that she doesn't even get charged with negligence. Right. Um, they, they are they're, they're they now are going. Apparently, this grand jury is going inside the mind of Donald Trump to prove that the intent was to save his presidential campaign and not to save his family embarrassment from a ten year old uh, affair coming to light well you know so. what's, what's interesting um is that Margot cleveland did a really 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 great article on this and explains it all in detail it's 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 relatively short i'm just gonna probably read some of it for everybody because if you haven't seen it it's great a manhattan grand jury appears poised to indict donald trump according to news reports and the former president himself here's what you need to know to understand the chatter about the anticipated criminal charges against trump and why the move to indict a former president for the first time in our country's history will make political prosecutions the new norm in America. While the, only the grand jury and prosecutor, cooter, bleh, prosecutors know for certain what charges are against Trump, if any, are being considered, the consensus is that Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg, a Democrat, is pursuing a criminal case against Trump for allegedly falsifying business records in violation of Sections 17505 and 17510 of the New York Penal Code. Section 17505 provides, quote, a person is guilty of falsifying business records in the second degree when, with the intent to defraud, he makes or causes a false entry in the business records of an enterprise. Falsifying business records in the second degree is a misdemeanor subject to a two-year statute of limitations. A violation of Section 175.10, however, is a felony, subject to a five-year statute of limitations. That section defines the offense of falsifying business records in the first degree and provides that if a person falsifies business records with the, quote, intent to commit another crime or aid or conceal the commission of another crime, the offense is one of the first degree. Okay, so there's the theory. She says the underlying factual theory for charging the former president rests on Trump allegedly causing the Trump Organization to falsely report payments made to Michael Cohen in 2017 as legal expenses when the money instead reimbursed, and then some, Cohen for a $130,000 payment he made to Stormy Daniels before the 2016 election to keep the pornography performer from publicly claiming she had sex with Trump a decade earlier. In total, the Trump Organization reported legal expenses of $420,000 paid to Cohen in 2017 at a monthly rate of $35,000. Cohen, however, had provided no legal services for the Trump Organization that year. Which I have a hard time believing, but okay. To bump what would be a misdemeanor under New York law to a felony, pundits are suggesting the DA will argue Trump caused the Trump Organization to falsify its business records to conceal the commission of one or more federal election crimes. The Manhattan prosecutor, however, might also advance the theory that Trump caused the Trump Organization to falsely report the payments with the intent of committing tax fraud. All things that they couldn't even get on him on federally when election law is federal. So, first, if Bragg charges Trump with a felony, the longer five-year period applies. While more than five years have passed since the Trump Organization last recorded a legal expense to Cohen, New York's former governor, Andrew Cuomo, by executive order, extended the statute of limitations for one year due to COVID-19. That tolling would make a felony indictment against Trump timely. Now, what will happen? I can guarantee you that... In will come Trump's attorneys challenging the constitutionality in New York of executive order extending a statute of limitations mandate without Congress and the Senate voting to do that. Because the governor doesn't make law on his own with a pen. And I, I would assume that's technically considered making a law. Well, at least, yeah, well, you're altering it, you're modifying it, extending it. Right, right. Um, 
Um, it's all very arbitrary. I don't care if he says it's because of COVID or not. It, it is, because what's stopping you from doing that ever? Just changing laws how you want to from your from from your perch with the with a pen. Um, well, that, that's what that's what the whole system does. Well, it, I know we're ruled over by executive order every day, constantly. But then he says, she says, alternatively, this is interesting because New York law provides that any time a defendant remains continuously outside of the state, that time is excluded from the statutory period. An indictment against Trump would be timely. From late January 2017 on, Trump was continuously outside of New York, first in D.C. and then in Florida, meaning the statute of limitations only ran those few times that he was in New York. And that isn't even close to the two years necessary for the misdemeanor statute of limitations to expire, much less the five-year period. Um, Cohen pled guilty, like we were talking about Monday, to federal charges related to his payments to Stormy Daniels, but to convict Trump... On the anticipated state charges, the Manhattan prosecutor would need to establish beyond a reasonable doubt that Trump caused the Trump organization to falsify its business records with the intent to defraud. They talk about, you know, Cohen, how he's not, he's a star witness, but he's not, he can't be used really as a witness because his credibility is just absolutely destroyed. Mm -hmm. And it goes on from there. Um... Just basically saying, like, this is the weakest thing since ever. It's obviously a man in search of a crime instead of a crime that was committed and somebody's looking to find the suspect, which is how our justice system operates these days. Indeed. Very, very Soviet. Um, very Soviet. And uh, and yeah. Yeah. So so I, obviously it's always just going to be wait and see for us. We're just. We're just the, uh, the the audience members in this in this great farce, but um, but we'll see what today brings, and furthermore, what next week brings. Uh, yes, and I want to thank Critter sixty four sent us a little Rumble rant. First time catching a live, been listening to the podcast since it started. That's a long time. I appreciate you all what you all do to get the truth out. Hope this helps a little. Love you too, Critter. Love you too. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Um. Frank touched my tra-la-la. Who said that? <laughs> Trader in the trees. Oh, my gosh. I don't know what that means. I know you say that on the show sometimes, don't you? Ooh, you touched my tra-la-la. It, oh, yes. It's part of your... My ding-ding-dong. Isn't that part of your middle in, intermission? It, it's, a, it, it's, it's sometimes, a, uh, it's sometimes a, an opening song. Okay. I've, I've heard that before. Yeah. I've heard that before. <laughs> Okay. All right. So in addition to this craziness in New York City, there's two other investigations ongoing at the same time where, you know, CNN hosts are like, guys, why don't you wait until after something else happens that's more serious to him before you do this? Because leading with this is going to destroy the court of public opinion against the other two things that they're coming after him with that are more substantial. So like, don't, <laughs> I wanted to say something very improper for a lady. Don't waste all your ammo on the first thing. Yeah. Save some of it for this other stuff. Which is incredible because it's just like, hey guys, I know we all want to get them. We got to get them. But let's just, uh, let's look at what we have on the table here and let's don't, uh, you know, just, just, just be patient. We're going to get them. We'll get them. We'll get them. Oh, they're out to get them. All right. But this, oh, filing, just... this, <laughs> this filing yesterday was really something, or Monday, I'm sorry. Um, so we had the special purpose grand jury that was impaneled in Georgia to look into election integrity, um, to, to basically look into whether or not Trump interfered in the election in 2020 in Georgia. It was based on that leaked phone call he had with um, with Kent Kemp and Raff, Raffensperger, um, which was not a... If you listen to the entire call, you can hear clearly what he means and what he's saying. He has a certain way of saying things that doesn't make him a criminal. Um, he basically said, you need to find me these votes. But he's not saying he wanted him to manufacture them. He was saying they were taken from me. Find them. Big difference. So his attorneys, he's not a party in that case. He's never been called to testify in that case. He's never been subpoenaed. But they talk about him all the time, obviously. 
The DA goes out and talks about him in every subpoena he's mentioned. So he's filing this case and he gets over the like, well, you can't file in this case because you don't have any standing argument by saying this case is about me. I have standing. There's a bunch of things they're alleging in here, Frank. Um, They want the entire special purpose grand jury thrown out. All of everything that they learned there, they want it gone. They're saying this because... A few different things happened. Number one, the statute surrounding the ability to call a special purpose grand jury, which cannot return a criminal indictment, is much different uh, or much, much too unclear. And it's typically reserved for civil matters because they can't indict. So they're not, it's not typically used for criminal stuff. It's typically used for like really long civil issues and things like that. And as a matter of fact, during this process, a Texas court ruled in favor of a witness who was subpoenaed to testify there that looking through Georgia law, nothing in here says that this is allowed because this is typically for civil things. But the judge who was assigned to oversee the special purpose grand jury decided it would be a criminal grand jury on his own with no real authority because the investigation was criminal. So... The main judge in Fulton County assigned this other judge to look over the case. The other judge came in to run the special purpose grand jury, was supposed to give instruction, be an impartial arbiter, all of that. Well, then they went out and did all kinds of crazy crap in the middle of this. Like the DA gave hundreds of media interviews throughout the process. There was no sequester on the jury. So the DA would go out there and say, they committed crimes. We know they committed crimes. Here are the crimes they committed. And then the jury could hear that and then go back in there and be tainted in their heads that the DA knows there was a crime committed. So how could we say there isn't one? You see what I'm saying? The bias is just. Right. It's like it's like hearing Adam Schiff say over and over again, we have definitive proof that a crime has been committed and uh, and then just drag that out for years and have that. Uh, have that infect the minds of people around us for just as many as much time i don't know you know it's it's just incredible um to hear all this busy body the busy body details of what's going on inside of american courtrooms that actually uh, have that serve no purpose except advancing the cause of one very particular party of business colleagues and it has nothing no purpose for um for people for everyday people, there's no the whole idea of no one's above the law <laughs> is such a pathetic statement. There is no law in this country. The fact that there's no one above everyone, everyone they want to be above the law is it's so stupid. So you know, uh, you, you talk about this in Georgia. We talk about how it's even more uh, flimsy in in New York. God knows where else they're going. Something else is going to pop up. Things that you don't even know. It's just that your head is spinning. Just to, to, to listen how what these these busy little bees are doing with their time and our money. And I, she's. Uh, I, I, I want to disappear on an island. It's just just an island anywhere for for at least three weeks and not hear about any of it. Well, I'm going on vacation in a week and a half. So you're so lucky. You're so lucky. I know. Where are you going? Florida. What's the address? <laughs> What? <laughs> Tell everybody the address of where you're staying. <laughs> uh, speaking of Florida, ain't no, ain't nothing, uh, ain't nothing that's that's uh, stopping me now. Uh, Ron DeSantis is a snake boy. A snake boy? He's a, he's a snake boy with a constipated smile. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't like that. I don't like him anymore. He's a, he's a rat. Why? Because ever... of the statement he made on. Uh... Yeah, the the timing of the pile on all that other stuff with, with with as as ridiculous as the New York proceeding is, the pile on. You say, well, 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 why why not at this point? He's been completely destroyed. I I think that this actually proves that there was a lot more going on, and especially on the uh, on the end that Rich Barris and people uh, months ago had come out and and said 
they know that there is a uh, a very significant line of money open. What was uh, it specifically? Was it the line about, I don't know what it's like to donate or to give pay off a porn star? Was that the thing that pissed you off? No, that's just, it's just a, the whole, it was the whole, uh, it was just the whole presentation. The whole presentation, that that, that itself is just, I, I, that's that's low hanging. I want to know that, what about the presentation bothered you, like specifically. I, I'm interested, seriously. <laughs> it, it's the fact that now that Trump is going through this this latest round of of uh, parasitical uh, attack that we see him stepping into the light and and, and saying, "Well, you know, well, there's the announcements that are going to be made. I would be able to beat Biden." Which you can't. Oh, won't I didn't see that beat. interview yet. I did, that you're talking about Piers Morgan. The Piers Morgan thing. Okay, I haven't so seen I, that. So I, 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 I can't even. I thought you meant what he said about the special the the uh, arrest in New York the other day when he was asked. No, yeah, well that that was part of it. Like I said, that 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 comment is like low hanging fruit. Um, and if he's getting more and more comfortable with firing back, then it, it everything is just making a lot more sense now that there there is something. And, and I think again, the scummiest part about Ron DeSantis, if he's doing exactly what it seems he's going to be doing, is that he is abandoning abandoning Floridians to go out and uh, and and really and and really advance the cause of no one. Wouldn't it be and, crazy if he doesn't even run, and this was all just? people freaking out over something that never happened <laughs> if he doesn't if he doesn't run well is I everyone mean, gonna we'll love say. him again if he doesn't run because he's a great uh, governor or is everyone still gonna hate him because he's you know whatever no no because it's because we know know that he's been he's been uh working very closely with never trumpers in a big way and i like i said it's not even about what's going on uh my my undying loyalty to donald trump it has to be the first priority in my life but if, if all this happens and he doesn't run now after he's, you know, dangling the carrot in front of people, then you wonder why he would um, he would allow such conflict to brew, um, knowing that it's it's all nonsense. And I'm just going to let you guys all uh, oh, sizzle. Like, and why wouldn't he just say I'm not running? I'm not running. Hey, listen, uh, Mr. President, you know. Go and, and and beat Biden in twenty four. I've got things to do down here in, in Florida. Please, you know, leave me out of it. I don't know if there's a miscommunication. There's, there's no, that could have been diffused months ago. The fact that it has been allowed to simmer and it's just been silence and and allow the meatball Ron thing to to continue to grow. I, it, it just seems to me that obviously we're always in the dark as the public, and we learn more and more about what may have been transpiring as we get more pieces to the puzzle. And uh, but. But it's 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 obvious that uh, that somebody's trying to recruit this guy, and if for any other reason, just to cause even more social discord. Oh, it's and doing that. that they, that's for damn sure. No it's, doubt. It's no doing doubt. that. It's very easily diffused, though, and he hasn't done that. He's only added to it now, so I don't like him anymore. Fair enough. I haven't seen. I have to watch the Pierce Morgan thing. <laughs> that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, let me end this. Hold on a second. Um, okay. Back to the special purpose grand jury thing. So they all go out. Then th there's this report that's supposed to be written. We got those 10 pages of it that the judge released. But the judge was like, we're going to keep the rest of this to ourselves because we, um, we're going to keep the rest of this to ourselves because we don't want, we don't want to jeopardize the criminal investigation by releasing this report to everybody so that they can see it. But what about the people that are not guilty of anything or who were answering questions because they had no other choice that will be publicly humiliated and shamed if this report gets made public when they're testifying to a grand jury, which is supposed to be secret? Not only that, but they have to take this report and give it to another grand jury who then can indict. So people lose their Fifth Amendment protections at that point. The DA also named people as, quote, targets, which is a federal term that has a lot of weight because when you name someone a target in a criminal investigation in the federal sense, it affords you like great protection that you don't typically have. Like you're you're more you're not supposed to testify in front of a grand jury if you're a target. You're able to invoke your Fifth Amendment right to, to incrimination, self-incrimination, and the jury is not allowed to view that in any way. When you're sitting in front of this grand jury, it's not that way. 
So now she's named people targets. They've gone in without protections. That's going to have to go to an actual criminal grand jury for them to be able to. It's just a big shit show. There's mm, 28. There's a whole bunch of um, there's a whole bunch of constitutional issues with this. Do I think they brought this in a timely manner? N- not on a few of these claims, but a few of them really make a lot of really are solid. And this is going to go to an appeals court who's going to have to. They didn't write the law right. It's arbitrary. It's never used, so it was never a problem. But now they're weaponizing it because, like most things with Trump, they find the weirdest outside. You know, five five hundred year old laws that are never used, which makes you wonder why they're ever created in the first place. True, true. So there's that. Then we've got the GOP demanding that the Manhattan DA come in and testify to their committee about what's going on in the Trump uh, prosecution in New York. Um, This is funny as hell, okay? Larry Schweikert from Uncover DC, sort of, and Wild World of History. Larry writes and does the video for our News of the Day is the History of Tomorrow um, column. And he, there's a video that goes along with it on the Rumble channel, which is always really funny. He, Billy Baldwin yesterday tweeted Frank. He said, attention MAGA and proud boys. Question, what happens when you cross state lines into New York with a firearm and you have it in your possession and you assault police officers and violently try to enter a government building? Answer, That's rich. Larry said, dunno, no one in my family has killed someone with a firearm. Now yours? I was going to say, that's rich coming from a Baldwin. This was me. My meme. The oh, That's it. So good. Just so good. Don't even do that. I mean, where's the self-awareness? They have no no, 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 no. self-awareness. This is relevant. I have to be. I have to dunk. I have to dunk. I have a Twitter. Have Twitter must tweet. Unbelievable unbelievable just so bad so it was so good i mean larry i was reeling over that one for quite a few minutes it was so good um okay here's an article from page six how donald trump's team wants to capitalize on his arrest and indictment as he should as he why we have a little something for you if it's gonna happen there's so many different ways he could play it. I mean, you might as well use it to yeah. your advantage if it's going to happen, right? So there's no such thing as bad publicity when you're Donald Trump. Spies to spies? <laughs> Sorry. This is just getting so ridiculous. I can't. What, do, what is happening? Spies tell page six. Not even inside sources. It's spies now. Spies. Now we we, we have we have we know spies. They're here with us. They're everywhere. Spies tell Page Six that Donald is in high spirits in advance of his possible arrest and indictment this week. Sources even say Trump wants his potential arrest to be a high-profile affair. A source said of Trump's team, they're very pumped about this. The Manhattan DA, NYPD, and even the Department of Justice were trying to work out a quiet handover coordinated with the Secret Service. (laughs) And Trump was having none of that. If an indictment and arrest happen, he wants it to be public. Absolutely. I mean, you know, this is like this is like the Grinch at the end. He's at the top of the mountain with all the presents. They're like, he's listening to, he's trying to listen to hear all the who's cry. And they're not crying. They come out and they start singing it. He's like, what? What? <laughs> they did it without boxes. <laughs> like, why is he happy? <laughs> it goes on to say how he's going to have his own camera crew there to record the whole thing. He's probably going to release it as a campaign ad. Brilliant. Sorry. Um, but I have a problem, and this is where people hate me. I The only hang-up I have about this is everybody's talking about how terrible it is that they're doing this to a former president and how it'll change things forever. And my problem with that is that this has been happening to everyday Americans for years, and nobody's called a congressman, or very few. Nobody's protested. Nobody's been out in the street yelling. Nobody's been upset about it. Everybody's just been like, 
oh, nothing's ever going to happen. No one's going to get charged. Nothing's going to change. And then it's the pres- the former president on ridiculous charges and everybody freaks out. Have the same fervor for your friend who's more, I would argue, I don't want to say more important, but kind of more important because without it, it, when it gets to the point that we're not valued as important, because there are they're not our bosses, we're their bosses. Remember, when we're not valued as important, and our constitutional rights are like, nah, it's just a normal person. Who cares about that? The rest of it is just dominoes. Well, yeah, like, that's why I um, last night when I was covering this, was some of my concluding thoughts were were were, were just that. Actually, it was. Uh, it, it it was that when when you think about what's going on right now, again, you don't even need to like Donald Trump or have ever voted for him to see that this is a a moment for us to stare ourselves in the in the uh, in the reflecting glass here and see that um, we're we're we are living in a very dangerous place, and there. We all live under this kind of uh, this veil of anything can happen to us anytime as long as you stick your head out and are noticed in some way. You can be absolutely destroyed, absolutely destroyed by a system that only exists to destroy its enemies. It only exists to destroy its enemies and to maintain its own hegemony over everything. It's it's, uh, dominance over everything. It's it's influence over every thing in your life from cradle to grave it's just incredible and and i nothing no better example than how they treated hillary with their uh with the the espionage act violations chronic violations and uh, and and uh, and intent not even intent because you don't need intent to be grossly negligent but they couldn't even allow her to do that to be uh, found guilty of gross negligence negligence they had to create language that implied she she committed some sort of a, a non-prosecutorial new category of crime called uh extremely careless as i said last night which is uh akin to spilling milk on the carpet i guess and and with this look at how they're clawing 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 at at a guy who had attained the most notable position that one can attain on planet Earth, President of the United States, at least in the last century, it's the most notable position one could attain, aside from literal kings. So, um, so if they can and are and continue and will continue to obsess over him and go after him with absolutely no uh, reflection on what they're doing and what what they're showing people and what it means to them personally then uh, that this is the biggest takeaway from everybody. That's why I don't understand anyone who goes out there um, or or is is watching this and getting their popcorn out thinking that justice is about to be done. You're watching a commoner. You're, you, you, they might as well just take anybody off the streets of New York and put their head in under a guillotine. They're doing anybody. that every day, though. They're already doing it. And they're back not, ma- in the they're other- not making that connection because I- they don't they still have not been properly woken up I- to what kind of a hell we live in. Back in the day. Right. Back in the day when the Hillary Clinton thing was happening, the United States uh, at the FBI wasn't necessarily so brazenly saying we're going to declare everybody that we don't agree with the domestic terrorist and go after them. The, the ramp up to the attack at parents anybody who's politically different than the um, mandated narrative, et cetera, so on and so forth, is now attacked, surveilled. Like, I'm just, I'm just upset that it, it, it's this that people are, are seemingly so, granted, it deserves to be, you deserve to be, you should be fired up over it for all the reasons that Frank just said. I, I am too, if it happens. If it happens, I'm going to go off. But... There's other stuff going on that's just as important to you as this is. And people need to pay attention to that. That opinion is not allowed on social media, though, without some nasty stuff happening. I'll continue to have it. The other thing is there's a lot of people that, um, like, Frank, what are you doing in the, pri- like, in the primary? Do you already know you're going to vote for Trump? In the primary? Yeah. 
maybe. I, I, like I said, I live, I live in New York. I, I don't know. Um, depending on how the rest of the year, this this year and next year goes, I don't even know if I'll vote in the, the presidential election. I might vote down ballot. But what does it matter? Just being being in New York and having nothing ha changing in a positive way. It I, I just I don't know anymore. I, I'm just I want to concentrate on what I know I can affect more directly. So I, I don't know what I'm cast your vote for president. It, it, it does. It's stupid to be in there voting down ballot and just not vote for president, too. Like, I will never advocate for that. Never. I, I well, I'm just talking about what I've been thinking to myself lately. Only because I, if if there is if there is a local election that might be able to go uh, improve my lot over here in any way, maybe I do. I'll do that. But I don't know at this point. Um, we, I, I, we, have a, we we have a primary, right? It it happens every every four years for president. We have a primary. People throw their hat into the ring. The people go out. They look at all their choices and they decide who they want to be their nominee for the presidency. And that process has to happen and people have to be thoughtful about it. You have a choice to make, right? There are a lot of people out there that don't even want the primary. If you're even, if anyone's considering what you just said, they're the enemy. That means we have a king, not a representative. Understand what you're advancing when you say you don't want a primary, you have your nominee, we have our nominee, we shouldn't even go through the process. That is really scary and a slippery slope and saying so is important primaries yeah, well, are important especially in a new york sense we didn't even know what the full well, we didn't even know what the the real the uh the the true results of the primary was until i i, I don't even know if they actually settled on it or if they just gave up uh it, it, we were already past the um the 2020 election and there were still republicans and democrats all over the state of new york because of how bad mail mail in voting yep. screwed things up they were still they were still contesting their give their particular elections well this is after that's june new york primaries are in june of election year we, and we published and a whole bunch of reports about the people doing work to fix that in new york frank there's oh. a there's a large group of people trying to fix that in in new york state very large so um but don't wish for no primary don't don't do that whether you like anyone else or not, you don't want a king. And that's what you're asking for. Just everybody has to reset a little bit here. I know it's frantic and crazy out there, but careful. Um, honestly. Um, CNN's pissed off there's not more violence happening, Frank. Sporadic calls for violence are happening. Not enough for them, though. Yeah, okay, well, well, don't worry. Don't worry. They'll 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 uh, they'll put Ben Collins in a black face mask and send him out there to throw a Molotov cocktail at somebody. There were one. I I love how if you show up, then it's it's insurrection. If you don't show up, it's <laughs> look at this. There's nobody's no even here. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's even here. Like, are you kidding me? What? So you can go. So you can go and uh, your your friends can go and talk about the War of eighteen twelve for another five years. If ten people show up, my God, they're they're, they're just insane. Somebody, insane. somebody, real quick. I have a question I want to answer. Somebody asked um, about the Carrie Lake Supreme Court challenge that's in front of the court in Arizona. There's been no decision on that yet. As of seven p.m. last night, there's been nothing, and still, I haven't seen whether they're going to take the case or not yet. But I'll find out more today. Um, I'll speak with attorneys and find out. I'm watching it. Do you want to listen to a quick uh, Sean Farish uh, Trump impersonation to lighten everybody's spirits? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. All right. Hey, hey, hey. I'm being indicted by Fat Alvin. Fat Alvin Bragg. What a disgrace. He's a big, fat disgrace. What a terrible person. And they would call it a circus. I would call it a circus, but everybody's talking about it. The circus has been canceled because fat Alvin Bragg has to use the tent as his suit jacket these days. That's what people are saying. Everybody's talking about it. You know, they say you can indict a ham sandwich, but fat Alvin Bragg, Rosie O'Donnell, and Joy Behar ate all of the ham sandwiches. Now there's nothing left. Fat Alvin Bragg, soft on crime, tough on Twinkies, believe me. All right. Man, yeah, and, and you know it's a good uh, a good thing to bring up again. We we're talking about talking about people who need to really understand 
as much as you may want to see Donald Trump get taken down, how bad do you want him to get taken down that you that you that that you you'll allow this nonsense to go by and not see how it affects you? Anybody can be in what he the, the misdemeanor, the misdemeanor that he is having these these nut jobs in New York scrambling for ways to elevate to a felony. The misdemeanor that uh, people commit higher prosecuted, uh, you know, higher penalized crimes based on the laws that are on the books, not on the ethics of the, of the you know, because laws are not ethical because they've been passed into law. But based on the laws on the books, the average person, it has been estimated, uh, commits about four felonies a day. Yep. I mean, we're, we're talking. We're not talking about misdemeanors. That Alvin Bragg can go there with some of his buddies and try to find a way to elevate to a felony. We're talking about felonies. The average person commits four a day. You know what's crazy? Remember that Rakito Law? We we played the clip of him talking about how about that. I'll have to pull it up again because it's really really good. Um, I want to get to a couple more things quickly. We've got some really good news, um, and I want to make sure I share that. And I have to play. I, I wanted to play the PBS clips of Fauci getting just destroyed by people who know their crap about vaccines. Um, but maybe we'll save that for Friday. Some more news quickly. Frank, next week's shows are going to be really good. Monday, we have Julie Kelly. Wednesday, we have Ron Coleman. So we've got two interviews next week, which are going to be fantastic interviews. Um, anyway, moving along. The special counsel is has got leaks now. The special counsel... <clears throat> that's looking into the Mar-a-Lago document issue. Um, there's leaks out of that special counsel right now. What that means to me is that the special counsel is weak because they use the leaks in the Mueller investigation in the same way. If this was legit and there was really some meat on these bones, this would not be happening right now. We would not have a story about the fact that Donald Trump lied to his inter- attorneys and therefore, since he lied to his attorneys, the attorney-client privilege veil is broken. That would not be happening. That's the story. He lied to his attorneys so his attorneys can testify and privilege is gone because he lied to them about things. How they prove that, I don't know. But that's a brief discussion about that. It's so busy. Next, um, Missouri v. Biden, the most important case in our lifetimes in terms of civil liberties the motion to dismiss that the government filed against the plaintiffs in this case has been denied with prejudice, meaning this case is moving forward. It is going to go to trial. Now we're just waiting to see if the judge is going to issue a temporary injunction barring the government from participating in all of its activities in terms of censorship with social media. That's not to say that the social media companies won't continue to do what they're going to do. However, the government's no longer going to be able to pass tickets along to the social media companies about who they think are breaking the rules and who they want to be quiet because they don't want that, those thoughts out there in the, in the ether. That will all cease if the temporary injunction is granted. If the rest of the history in this case is any indication, it will be. There's oral argument in April. I would do anything to be there to see that oral argument in person. It's in Louisiana. I'm probably not going, but I would love to be there. Um, so good. Just so good. Here's the order. It is further ordered that defendant's motion is denied with prejudice. So that's good. Um, how long is this? People in America. Let's listen to this two-minute clip of Fauci getting schooled by a man on his porch in D.C. And then I want to play my funny, my funny video from way back in the day. To end off the show because we ought to end on a light note. Thoughts? Yeah. No, no, funny video. Did you see funny videos? Did you what? see this Fauci thing from PBS? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Went through that on Monday, I believe. Okay. It's- I'm, I'm I'm surprised that, that they're they're gonna put this thing out. But you know, um this exchange right here will probably in, in the in the larger the larger presentation, whatever it's gonna be on PBS, will probably get buried inside of an hour. And uh and then, and then, you know, use as a lamentable situation where poor black people are 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 being uh, affected by uh, malinformation and disinformation and what they need to know and whatever. I can't, I can't believe they great. released this. I know. I can't believe they did it either. 
It's like, what, what are they thinking? And then Fauci's like, Republicans, we need to stop them. <laughs> they don't want people to forcefully inject them with things. I'm like, right. what is even happening right now? Okay, ready? Here we go. And, and of course, because this is all filmed in 2021, we, we you know, hindsight is 2020 at this point for us. We could see how many blatant lies Oh yeah, like, they were telling. Like, like, this is this is filmed so long ago that they're still telling families as they go door to door that if you get this vaccine, you're not going to give it to anybody. I know, and I said, what makes these people think it's okay to go to people's houses, lie to their faces, and demand and, and try and pressure them into getting a medical intervention? Like, what happened to informed consent? For goodness sakes. Okay. I'm not settled with the information that's been given to us right now. So I'm not gonna be lining up taking a shot on a vaccination for something that wasn't clear in the first place. And then you all create a shot in miraculous time. It takes years to create vaccination. Well, it it used to take years. I'm just gonna stop there. It used to take years, now it doesn't take years anymore. It, It does. You you just destroyed the process, threw everything into the trash bin, lit it on fire, and said, this is good after six months. It, it does take years. God, I hate this guy. Such an evil man. You know how, you know how many years were invested in this, in this approach? About 20 years of science to get us to be able to do it. 20 years is not enough. And nine months is definitely not no. enough for nobody to be taking no vaccination that you all came up with. The only yeah. reason I'm talking to you right now, We're as close as we are, is that I've been vaccinated. Right. But if it allow thousands of people like you don't get vaccinated, you're going to let this virus continue to percolate in this country and in this world. Something like the common flu then, right? And, and not like, not it's like much the more serious flu. than the flu. Though. Well, the flu kills a lot of people annually yeah. too. You know how many people died of the flu Look at this the crew. last year? I mean, not this year, virtually. No. Look at this crew of people there to threaten him. Look at it. It's insane. And, you, and that, that's the part right that he just and he just admitted right there that, uh, well, the flu, the flu didn't kill anybody this year. Oh, he does admit that. Yes. No, he just the did previous it. year, about 20 to 30,000. You know how many people have died from COVID-19 in the United States? 600,000 Americans. Well, you, well, that, well the, the number that you all given that died, that's that once again. That's you all's number. You gonna pass. Yeah, definitely. Because right. when, when you start talking about paying people to get vaccinated, when you start talking about incentivizing things to get people vaccinated, there's something else going on with that. Hell yes. Something yeah. else, something it, else I, going on with that. It is something going yeah. on with something it. Else You're right. But I'm glad millions of people like me and most everybody here didn't get Millions it. of ticking time bombs, Frank. Millions. They put it out there. Um... Okay, are we ready? This is interesting. This is a video. It's funny as anything. It's three minutes long. If it doesn't get stuck in your head for the rest of time, you're, you're, there's something different about you. Because we used to listen to this back in the Ron Paul days, like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. It was made 12 years ago. It's called Look at This Car. This guy dresses up and goes around and does this. This has 42 million views. If you've never seen it, you're about to. This guy's hysterical. Here we go. Ready? <laughs> oh, look at this. <laughs> what are you wiping the windows? <laughs> yeah. Oh, look at that. That's nice and shiny. Well, it's a 78. Yeah, it's looking good. Looks really good. Yeah, it's got original paint, too. I mean, yeah. People that owned this thing before me must have put the thing away in its Long Island, New York garage every day of its life. Oh, go figure. Look at this. Oh, look for, at this. Got it for 700 bucks. It's real clean. It can work on it. It's whatever. The things are not packed real Right, right, together. right. There's right. still a lot of room to work <laughs> So with yeah. the consideration, right. you know, I'll go. That, you, you'll uh, still do it. Park that seven. Park that. <laughs> look at this. Look at that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, look at this. <laughs> you know, when I see a car like this, first thing I do is I say, would you look at this? You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Oh, would you look at this? <laughs> yeah, well. Would you look at that? Yeah, there's a few more blemishes on the car. The car oh, my gosh. Just car, look at the it. The car is not perfect. Just look <laughs> at it. <laughs> just look at it. Yeah, well. What the heck is that? <laughs> Oh, look at this. You got me running all around the car. (laughs) 
Yeah, the only Oh, would you just, look at that? Put that just on. look at that. I can't pull it out either. I'd have to drill it. Why don't you just look it at it? Yeah, it's sad. It's the only mark. I mean, on the just car. look at it. Yeah. I mean, just get a look at that. A cop did that. A cop. Oh, where is he? I'd like to look at him. Yeah, <laughs> went, over, went over and tried to fight it. Yeah. They told me we're not required to post warnings here in New Jersey. Oh, would you look at that? There Listen, I got pulled state. over in Jersey twice for not wearing a seatbelt in the passenger oh, seat. Yeah. In the passenger oh, seat. Oh, really? And got a $40 oh, ticket. Yeah. I right. said, well, would see, you look at that? The way they did Would you look at that? Would you look at it? I was so mad. Basically, they got to earn their money the old-fashioned yeah. way. Whenever a cop writes you out a ticket, the first thing you do is you take the ticket and you say, would you look at this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, if I'd have done that, the cop did it and I wasn't there that night. Yeah, um, you should have said, look at this, and that would have probably got you off if you told them to look well, at it. that's the thing. Yeah. I went over there yeah, the first this, time no, to look fight at this. it. Yeah, you got to look at it. Yeah, look at this. Right, because he had to look at it first. He didn't show up Yeah, because he had to look at it, because he had to look at this. You know what the judge did? He probably told you to look at it. Postpone the case. He probably had to look at it and say, look at this. And I asked him the second time I went to See, I figured I was just going to get off. And then he said, look at it, right. And he said, look at this. And I asked the mm -hmm. I asked the cop, where yeah. were you the last time? He said, the last time you said, look at this. <laughs> my guess is he I, probably did that. He oh, would you look at this? Oh, would you look at that? I, you know, it just takes me back. I to uh, when things I, like this were like we used to love them and things were funny. I, you know what? It, it's it's just the quality of the camera footage at this point that makes me happy. This this the, guy the, had no idea that this man was trolling. He thought he was a real like you couldn't have found anyone better to do this. Just saying. My gosh. Uh. Everyone's pissed. The, the the Midwesterners and the and the Westerners are pissed. The East Coasters get it. They're all in the chat. It's funny. The, the I difference. mean, it, it was called, it's it's a skit. Of course, it's called. I mean, the the guy trying to sell a car doesn't know it's a skit. But I mean, it's they have a camera set up, so it's not real. Oh, they know that. <laughs> They're just tired think, of listening to it. <laughs> think if think if you do. Oh goodness! But uh, yeah, no, that was that was. I I loved. I honestly, like I said just just the quality of the the footage, it, it dates it and it all automatically makes it fuzzy and nice. Back to a better time, like that TV thing that you sent us. Um, um I really would love to potentially do a show that's just all of our throwback funny stuff that we used to watch and laugh at so that it's it's just a, a lighthearted, like, lighthearted show. Maybe next Friday before we go on vacation for a week. What's that? On, what, the 31st? Yeah. Oh. Wait, I thought that my birthday was on Sunday. Oh, it is. I'm an idiot. What are you, the oh. second? Yeah, it's on yeah. Palm Sunday. Yeah. I looked at Friday, I looked at Saturday, April 1st, and I said, my birthday's on a, I forgot my, my birthday for a second. It's easy to do these days, Frank. It's easy to do. Well, that's oh, it. God. Would you guys take a look at it? Just look at it. Just take a look at that. <laughs> take a look at this. Take a look at this. <laughs> Funny. Okay, you have been listening to the Dark Delight Podcast with... Frankie Val on the drums and... You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at uh, 2.30. Is it 2? What time is it now? 2.30. 2.30 Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Or Monday, Wednesday, and Friday live at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time on Twitter, Rumble, and Getter. And make sure you check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern, quitefrankly.tv, or right here on Rumble. We will be back here Friday. Later. 